The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Back here on the Coaches Show, brought to you by Sir Pizza, whose three Murfreesboro locations offer a huge selection of mouth-watering pizzas, sandwiches, pastas, and wings. You can order your favorite pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Time to talk some Smyrna hoops this morning. Boys basketball week, of course. Omar Smith joins us this morning. And uh, Omar, good morning. Good morning. Um, what'd you do with a Friday night? Uh, watch lots of film. <laughs> lots of film. <laughs> it's rare this deep into the season to have a Friday night, though. Isn't it, it? it is very rare. I actually talked to one of my middle school coaching buddies. He said, how'd y'all do last night? So we didn't play. I said, what? I said, hey, five-team district, and somebody's going to have a bye. So that was it was our turn, so... Lots of film watching last night. Yeah, and one of the things I think, and maybe this is wrong, so you correct me if I am, but when you get this deep into the season and you've got that by, it's hard to find other people to play because they're in districts and they may have bigger districts. Or right, right. And so, um, you know, I guess on the other side, Riverdale had a buy, but it's not even. I didn't even think about it. Um, so I just looked at it like we'll, we'll, you know, we'll take that time to get better. Like I said, we'll get some good practice times in, watch film, and get guys. It worked out because we got some guys that are banged up, so got guys healthy and getting them ready to go next Tuesday. Well, that is the other side of that. You know, from Tuesday to Tuesday, you do have some time to, to heal up, and the bumps and bruises of a long season right before the tournament it can be a really good thing. Right. So, yeah, I guess it turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Um, well, we – We've been in conversation, and, and each week it was, you know, like back in November and December, it's like, man, this boys' league, I have no idea. I, I cannot tell you the number of people that, that ask, you know, how, what's it look like, Rutherford County boys and, and the two districts, and I can't give them an answer, and I still can't give them an answer, and I don't think any of the coaches can give an answer. <laughs> Not at all. And It's funny. I, I was reading the article in the DNJ, and they talked about, you know, who from this area can make it to the state tournament, and then they had specific girls teams listed then uh-huh. you go to the boys side and it's like anybody can make everybody. it everybody <laughs> whoever plays the best at the time so it's it's just the 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 wildest thing and uh the boys right now got Antioch at four and one Stewart's Creek three and two two and three Cane Ridge and Laverne and you're just right outside at one and three and and with so many games left that will not be the way it finishes not at all I think there's gonna be a lot of movement uh you know jumping around I think this thing's gonna go down to the wire, so I just hope we're hope we're there. <laughs> well, you are um, an overtime loss away from beating the number two team, for instance. Absolutely, so. you know, you know, we we knew coming in the season that Stewart's Creek was gonna be tough, um, but you know, like I said, we go to overtime with them. We've got our two leading scores are out. You know, one's injured, one's fouled out. Our second leading rebounder fouls out. Uh, our best on ball defender doesn't even play in the game at all. So we, we missed a lot in that overtime period. You know, not to take anything away from Stewart's Creek. They're a very talented ball club. But we were missing a lot of pieces in that crunch time. And, you know, I was proud of the guys for the way they fought uh, despite that. But you did get a pretty big money shot right there to get the overtime. Oh, yeah, that was that was big time. And I, I kind of went back and looked at the film. And I looked at myself when he hit the shot. And I, was, I think I was in shock because I didn't really move. Because I just couldn't believe, you know. We've had trouble executing sometimes this year. And I, I drew up a play. And it wasn't perfect. But – they kind of they did for the most part they did it right and we got the shot we wanted so you know it was 
that was exciting but you know like i, said, I was kind of stunned that he hit it <laughs> you know that was that was a pretty special night uh we were there to broadcast and i i don't know that i've seen a crowd and like that at a high school game in the regular season in the past couple of years for sure and and i said on the air it's it's i I know i haven't seen one since the pandemic so i mean it was really pretty special to see yeah i remember you know when i was coaching middle school ball i would always you know friday nights before i was married with kids i would always go to a game and i I remember those you know seagull nation games and seagull in oakland and blackman riverdale and you having to get in there early because it's going to be packed and you know luckily i had to tack a card so i could get in pretty quickly (laughs) but yeah that that was kind of a throwback night as far as student sections i loved it I, i I hope we can see more of that going forward across the county. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, and I can remember not that long ago, you know, there were there were tournament games where they had to have police at the door saying we're at capacity, right, you know. Right. And that that's a special atmosphere and and you know, you want your kids to have that opportunity to play in front of a crowd like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I think what it and, you know, I was telling my kids what it does also it prepares you for you know, that region championship game or that sub-state game when you, if you get to host it and it's, it's going to be packed and everybody's going to come out because you're, you know, you're the only show in town. And so I think that was good for the kids on both sides to be able to play in that atmosphere or, you know, if you're fortunate enough to make it to the Murphy Center and you're playing against a pack in front of a packed house, you know, you, you're not shell-shocked when you see that. Um, just to kind of recap a few of your recent games, it was um, a 12-point loss to Antioch, but uh, much closer than maybe the, even that score uh, shows. An overtime loss to uh, Stewart's Creek and a win over Laverne, a Laverne team who beat Stewart's Creek last <laughs> night. So, I mean, that's that's kind of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's it's just wild. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that first week with Laverne and Stewart's Creek, we knew it was going to be tough. Two big rivalry games, you know. And I told the guys, Smyrna Laverne, I I had to look, but it's got to be one of the biggest rivalries in the state. Um, so that was big. You know, that was a big night for us to get that win. And, you know, going to overtime against Stewart's Creek was big. And then Antioch is, is much improved. And so, you know, that was a big one. And they, you know, like I said, it was actually close. I think we were down five or six late in the fourth quarter, and they just kind of pulled away at the end. So, you know, we're right there. Our record looks one way, but if you watch us on film, you can see we're we're in every game, and that's that's all we can ask for is to give ourselves a chance tonight. Well, in that Antioch game, Brandon Sanders had uh, 22. Donovan Peebles had 10. Um, you know, mention any of your guys, but on any given night, it could be someone different that steps up and, you know, gets a double-double, something like that. Absolutely. You know, we've had – you know, Brandon's our leading scorer, but – you know, T.J. Sims has led us in scoring in the game. T.J. Lee's led us in scoring. Donovan has been up there. Elijah Armstrong has led us in scoring. Sophomore Tyreek McCarver has led us in scoring at one point. So we, we've got guys that can put it in the hole, you know. It's just kind of getting getting everybody to do all the other things at the same time as well. You know, if what I have found interesting about looking at boys' basketball this year is – you know, a, a lot of the teams are just like mirror images of each other. And the few that maybe have um, a, a larger presence inside, mm-hmm. maybe a little more size, yeah. th- those are the ones that everyone's, you know, maybe a possession or two behind, like Antioch and, and Oakland now. Right. You know, and it's funny. We were – I was telling somebody, we went to uh, team camp this summer, and I happened to see Riverdale, and I happened to see Oakland, and then there was a bunch of schools from, like, I don't know, Jackson County and these different smaller places. And these guys are rolling out. 
six five six 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 seven. I'm sure looking. We got schools of two thousand kids, and we've got one six four kid on the floor. It, it's it's weird that you know how our county is right now with our size, but but yeah, like you said, the teams that have got got the size have kind of got a little bit of an advantage, you know, in that rebounding area, and they can throw the ball in the post. So you're just having to make adjustments and and be prepared for that. And and that's really kind of the difference. I mean, if you're really heavy guard forward oriented, and you know another team has some size. They have one more weapon, and it's a little tougher to deny when you know you're passing inside to a six six kid, right? Absolutely. You know, it 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 changes what you want to do. You know, we like to get up in you and press and things of that nature, but you know we have to be careful because you know if there's a six five and six six standing there on the block, and you know we've got one six four and a six foot garden, and that ball gets down in the block, we're gonna give up a lot of points. So we have to be very careful about that. But sometimes that works to your advantage because a, a lot of times teams that are guard oriented are are much quicker, and right. so you can press you you right. can cheat a little bit and 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 still get back and uh, things like that. So I, I guess it kind of kind of works out evenly. Yeah, and it, and Tuesday night's a perfect example of that. You know, I think Antioch. You know, again taking nothing away from them, I think our guards we have some of the quickest collection of guards in this area, and you can see their game plan. They play the zone to slow us down. Uh, so it really slowed us down offensively. And then, you know, when they got down there on, on the other end of the floor, you know, if we're not scoring, we can't really press. And again, to walk the ball up the floor and then throw it inside, it makes a big difference. But you can see where guys are, you know, kind of game planning to kind of slow our guards down. It's funny. I don't know why I just thought of this, but uh, I was having a conversation with a friend and they said that they'd watched about two or three high school games this year and said does everybody play zone uh you know and that seems to be one of those things that and i guess it's it's what you have and trying to slow the game down right and you know i I thought i got away from that when i moved from middle school coaching but (laughs) (laughs) you know at the end of the day you you have to do what you gotta do to win you know so some people hate zones and i'm not a big fan of zones but if that's what works for you then by all means do it it makes it makes sense i'd rather you know, a good coach is going to do what it takes to win as opposed to just saying, well, I don't like it. We're not going to do that. But, you know. Well, if, if you're playing another team probably equally as quick as you, you want to do anything possible to slow them down a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you, you know, you got to do what you got to do to win. <laughs> We've got Omar Smith with us talking uh, Smyrna boys basketball. Coach, you are uh, one and three in the district with four games left. And, uh, you know, let's take a hypothetical five and three pretty good seed right <laughs> five and three and we're at the very worst sitting in second place in, yeah. the, in the district uh you know it's it, this thing is so wide open it's 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 unreal uh, i've never seen anything like it and so i'm excited about it and i've told the guys you've got a five game season that's all you're guaranteed at this point now you can change it and make it a eight game guarantee but you you better get after it because you know any anything can happen any night in our district well uh i i think the first thing that you want to try to avoid is that four or five game. Absolutely. You know, but we're talking about pressure, right? Right. You know, last year we kind of felt like, you know, going in, we were in the four or five game, but we dominated Antioch the first two games. So we weren't as concerned. But this year, it, whoever's in that four or five game, I, I, I don't want to be in it. I can tell you that. You know, I'd re- much rather be in one of those top three seasons, know that I'm going to the region as to having been in a dogfight to start that, that tournament. Yeah. Uh, two of uh, your four remaining games are at home and with your uh, two biggest rivals as well. So you go to Cane Ridge and, and to Antioch. So a couple of trips to Nashville and sandwiched in between. Uh, you've got Laverne on uh, Friday night and then next Tuesday, Stewart's Creek. Those two at home pretty big for you, isn't it? It's going to be big, you know, you know, watching – film from the Cambridge game I saw some things that we can get fixed pretty quickly 
So, you know, that's going to be the focus is to get Tuesday. And then, you know, next Friday is going to be big. And, you know, I'd love to see all of North Rutherford County over at Bulldog Drive next Friday because it's going to be a big night. What's weird is, uh, I mean, you just play in quick succession. Uh, you know, you just turned around and played, you know, Cane Ridge, Laverne, Stewart's Creek, Antioch. And so you're going to have, what, two weeks? And then, boom, here we are, and you just played them. So it, it kind of gives you that feel of – what it's like to play a district tournament and maybe turn around and a week later play them in the region. Right, yeah. We're definitely in tournament mode at this point because of that. Well, I uh, hope folks will uh, get out and support the Bulldogs at Cane Ridge. And uh, that's it's just a little piece up the road. And uh, Laverne, Stewart's Creek, be some big games out there. And, uh, Coach, appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. Uh, really enjoyed seeing your squad versus Stewart's Creek the other night. And I guess by the time we catch up next time, we've probably will maybe know some brackets are getting close hopefully so hopefully so you know right. thank you thank you for having me on absolutely that's omar smith joining us the head coach of the smyrna bulldogs here on the prentice also heating and air coaches corner brought to you by state farm agents andy womack bud morris dana womack celeste middleton emerson williams and Jeannie allman like a good neighbor state farm is there